Not afraid to tell it like it is. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon till 3 on AM 900 CHML. What is the frame of mind of the LGBT community after events like this? Do incidents like this cause an increase in compassion for them, or does it create more hate? To talk more about all of this, Zeke Stokes is with us, Vice President of Programs, GLAD in Orlando, Florida, and is on the line with us now. Good afternoon, Zeke. How are you today? I'm doing well, given the circumstances, Scott. Thank you for having me on. I can understand that, and we do uh, offer our condolences and thoughts and prayers going out to everybody down there. We thank you for taking the time in this uh, obviously uh, terrible time to to chat with us. First, tell us sure. about GLAD in, in Orlando. What is GLAD? Uh, GLAD is uh, a, an organization that's based in the U.S. but does work around the world uh, to advance equality and acceptance for LGBT people, and we do it by leveraging uh, the media, news, entertainment, digital, gaming, all of that. Uh, and, uh, and we're in Florida, uh, in Orlando more specifically uh, today, and, and we'll be for the foreseeable future to support this community, to support, um, to support the organizations that are standing uh, with the families and the victims uh, and during this horrific, horrific time. How will Americans justify this mass shooting? Well, there is no justification for, for a mass shooting. I think that's, that's plain and simple. You know, this wasn't just an attack on the LGBT community and certainly like that, but it was really an attack on all Americans. It was an attack on our core values of freedom and equality and acceptance uh, for all people, uh, and we can't lose that in wake of this conversation in, in the coming weeks. Um, you know, we are still learning a lot about the gunman and his, his particular background, but regardless of, of what, what we learn, we know that um, we've got to work harder in this country and, and elsewhere to end hate. This was a, an act of hate, pure and simple. What is, what is the feeling in the LGBT community in Orlando right now? Well, uh, the community, as you can imagine, is, is in a state of shock. Um, Gay bars, uh, historically LGBT bars, have been sanctuaries. They've been places where people in our community could go uh, during times when it's sometimes, you know, sometimes difficult to be comfortable holding your hand, hold, holding the hand of your partner or, or walking down the street. You, you had that sanctuary, that safety, that safe harbor in a, in a gay bar, in an LGBT club, uh, and that was shattered. Uh, with this with this tragedy, and I think it will forever change the, the, the feeling of safety that we get when we walk into a place that's supposed to be a place where you can be yourself and not fear uh, the retribution, judgment, or, um, or uh, sadly, violence from other people. Is, is the talk down there more about the shooter and their relation to ISIS and terrorism, if any, or is it about the LGBT community? You know, I think it's both. Uh, it's obvious uh, that this, uh, you know, the president said today that it appears this, this act was inspired by uh, ISIS, uh, though there's, uh, as, as far as I've seen so far, no, no direct correlation has been, has been made to, to, to their actual involvement. Um, but it's also very clear that this individual targeted this bar, these people, this community, our community. Um, when he could have chosen many, many other places to, 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 to act out this, this violent act, he went to a place where he knew LGBT people would be gathered. And so there's no question that it's an attack on, on our community. Uh, we had heard that uh, there, there was allegations floating around that he had seen uh, two men together previously, and that's what angered him. Did you hear anything about that? I've seen that reported. I don't have any, any direct knowledge that that has been corroborated, um, so I, I can't comment on that specifically. 
but what I do know is that, you know, when we look at polling that, that GLAD has done in recent years, we've still got 30% or more uh, of our country who are uncomfortable in that scenario, seeing two men kissing, seeing yeah. two women holding hands. They're uncomfortable. Uh, and it's that discomfort that, unfortunately, in extreme circumstances, leads to, leads, can lead to, to, to acts of violence and, uh, and hatred. And you know, so what we've got to do in this country and elsewhere is close that gap. Uh, you know, we've, our community has focused for a very long time, and justifiably so, on on getting the right laws on the books, getting the right opinions from the courts, uh, and that has made obviously a huge difference. But you can't pass enough laws to keep people from uh, act, take, taking taking this kind of hatred and acting it out. You can't pass enough laws uh, to 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 change someone's heart to mind. You have to do that one person at a time, one community at a time, and that's what Glad's focus is. Uh, you know, it's certainly been well known that the South, uh, Southern United, United States, not necessarily the most welcoming for the LGBT community. How does this affect the discussion? I mean, you know, you, you know, you, I grew up, I grew up in the South. Uh, I grew up in South Carolina, uh, and so I think there has been a sense for a very long time that the South was was trailing behind. And in fact, if you look at polling, it, it bears that out. But I think what what we've seen uh, recently, and what I what I've experienced at least anecdotally, is that Southerners are just like every other, uh, all other Americans. They know that that um, that this is a country that uh, has historically stood for freedom and equality and acceptance uh, for all people, regardless of their background or sexual orientation, what country they came from originally. And so this is very out of line with the values of Southerners, um, who who aren't all that different from the rest of the country. So you you don't think that? Uh, well, let me ask you this question: Will this make life better, or will this make life worse for the LGBT community with having this discussion? Well, I think any time you can have a discussion about the need for love and acceptance, some good can come from it. Uh, of course, we wouldn't want to have it in these circumstances, um, but uh, but hopefully that is something positive that can come from this terrible tragedy: is that we can communicate the need for love and acceptance to to. As, as a core value that, that everyone should be working toward. You know, the people who were gunned down in this club over the weekend, they, they had mothers, they had fathers, they had brothers and sisters and kids and uncles and aunts. So it's not just these lives that have been taken uh, from us, it's entire families whose, whose lives have been, yeah. have been forever yeah. changed by this act of terror. Uh, and, uh, and so if, if, it can, if it can help us move the conversation to a place uh, that's productive, then, then perhaps that's the best we can hope for. So do you think this will make some who were perhaps not really uh, supportive of this community in the South perhaps look at it again and think, you know, no matter if I agree with the lifestyle or whatever it is or not, or whether I can explain it, uh, this is still not right and we have to defend these people. Do you think they will move to that position? Absolutely. I mean, we've acceptance doesn't... Acceptance is a big word, and when we talk about acceptance, it's about it's about ensuring that, that people who may be un, undecided about you know our community's place in this country and this world, uh, making sure they understand that we're very much like them. We have the same hopes, the same dreams, the same fears. We get up, we go to work every day. We we, we try to take care of our families. We try to be good citizens, uh, and um, and and that's what this country is all about. Um, and so I think you know if if this can help move some hearts and minds in that direction, then, then as I said, that's, that's, 
perhaps something that we can we can look to as a, 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 a glimmer of um, a glimmer of positivity in an otherwise really really awful awful um, situation. So hopefully this does own uh, open up the lines of communications with the community. Do you think it will make life worse for Muslims in America? You know, I I, I can't speak to that specifically. Uh, you know, I I I. I, it's obvious that Muslims in America are already experiencing a tremendous amount of, of hatred and prejudice, um, but the vast majority of Muslims in this country uh, stand on the side of, um, of, of freedom and justice and, uh, and stand for the core values that, that our community supports and that all communities support. So, um, so it, it's, a, it's, a tough, it's a tough time um, in that community, uh, and I think it's really important that we all stand together. Uh, obviously, pride celebrations uh, getting underway. I know here in southern Ontario, worried about other attacks, copycats on, on the community. Well, I think that's always a worry for law enforcement, and the reports I've seen uh, indicate that law enforcement is really beefing up security around pride celebrations. And I, I couldn't help but be reminded as I was uh, coming to this to this scene today uh, that you know it was just about a year ago that we saw. Um, uh, an act like this in my home state of South Carolina, uh, and so what I what I hope from this is that communities can come together uh, and and not and not cower in fear, but stand proud and tall, uh, and uh, and make sure that Americans and people all over the world uh, understand who we are and and what we care about during this Pride Month. Do LGBT do those in the LGBT community now? Do you think are fearful that they are? Uh, now uh, a, a target of attack of people who have this sort of radical, extre- uh, radical extremism? Well, you know, violence is actually nothing new to our community. We've mm. seen, seen acts of violence over and over over the course of the decades in this fight for, for equality and acceptance. We've never obviously seen anything quite like this. Uh, and so I know for me personally, uh, you know, uh, there will be at least for a while a sense of sort of looking over my shoulder as I uh, go about my daily my daily life, um, whether it's going to a, a gay club or having dinner with my partner or or visiting my family or or, or anything that, that 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 may occur. It does it it does for me at least put a little bit of uh, of a question mark there. But I think ultimately that will fall away, uh, and uh, and what's right and good and just will prevail, uh, and uh, and we will be able to move on from this. But it's going to be a long going to be a long time healing. Zeke, sure. Zeke, let me ask you a personal question. What's it like for you uh, in South Carolina or, or Florida when you are with your partner? Do you feel comfortable holding hands? Uh, you know, what if you go out for a bite to eat or a restaurant? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, how, how conscious are you of all of this? Um, I'm very conscious of it, and I think anyone, you know, who grew up in the, in the 70s and 80s, as I did, I just, I just turned 40 this year, Sort of has that backdrop of, of fear uh, when you when you grab your partner's hand or when you ha- have a kiss at the airport or or sit down to dinner and and it's clear that you're you're on a date with the person you, you love. So I think a little bit of it is always there. But I'll tell you, I have found people of my state and the communities where I visit when I'm home, visiting my family, to be incredibly accepting, incredibly welcoming, uh, and they understand um, for the most part. Uh, that um, that this is uh, this is nothing unusual, and that my love for my partner is exactly the same as their love for their husband or wife or kids or, or, or what or families. Uh, and uh, and I found people of the South to be incredibly accepting. How do you explain the hate, Zeke? 
you know, it's it's hard to explain. Um, and you know, when something is irrational as as this act happens, you know, I don't know that we'll ever have a full explanation. Um, we're still learning about what the potential motives for this particular gunman may have been. Um, but I think, you know, all hate comes from a place of fear, a fear of, of, of the world as you know it changing, a fear of, of people not like you being a part of your community. Um, that's not unique to the LGBT community, and it's not unique to this, to this particular situation. Um, but the only thing that, that, can, that can kill the hate is understanding and love and communication and talking with one another and understanding that uh, our communities have far more in common uh, than we do uh, differences. Uh, and so I think if we can keep that positive conversation happening in what is a very sort of divisive environment, quite frankly, in this country right now, uh, and certainly around this, this terrible tragedy, that, um, that we will leave a better place for our children and grandchildren. Where does this leave America now? I mean, there's been a series of these shootings. This one's certainly the biggest ever. Uh, where does the discussion go a week from now, two weeks from now? Will this change things, Zeke? You know, I, I, I can't say. You know, we've seen so many tragedies. I, I saw earlier a, a figure that showed that the president had had to make public remarks about 14 mass shootings. Uh, since he took office. I think I'm quoting that number correctly. Um, and, you know, every time we think that perhaps something will be different and the tragedy falls away, the attention falls away, and not a whole lot seems to change. Uh, I'm not a, an expert on, on, on gun policy or, or anything like that, um, but it does beg the question, you know, what can we be doing differently to ensure that this kind of thing uh, does not happen in the future, not only to our community, but to any community. Uh, no community deserves to be targeted uh, in this way by someone who was able to uh, obtain a, a high-powered rifle um, and yet had all of this in, in his background. I don't mm. know what the specific answer is, but we know that it's not working right now. Zeke Stokes has been with us, Vice President of Programs, GLAD in Orlando, Florida right now, and supporting the LGBT community there. Zeke, thanks for the time and insight. Much appreciated. Good luck. Thank you, Scott.